Hello and welcome to Patch. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matto Phillips. How's things, mate? Hi. All right. Good. Fe- feeling 200 million bucks? Not quite. No, not quite. You'd have to I be worth, wish. You'd have, you'd have to be a PlayStation game to be uh, to be worth that much. Make a PlayStation game? Or make two PlayStation games? I don't know, no. but... um. Yeah, I guess it was like a ham-fisted joke segue into the into the, today's topic, which is talking about the price of AAA game development these days. Because thanks to thanks to the Xbox Activision F, uh, FTC court case that's kind of going on at the moment, um, there was some paperwork that had to be submitted. PlayStation submitted that with a really botched attempt at redacting key information, being like price, like how much it costs to make games, over how long, all that sort of thing. And so we found out that uh, The Last of Us Part Two cost PlayStation $220 million to make and Horizon Forbidden West $212 million and both of those being about over four to five years, give or take. So um, we're basically getting into the topic of cost of making AAA games and, you know, is, is it sustainable and we'll just see where the conversation kind of goes. So what was your first impression when you saw those numbers pop up? I spat out my beer. Or Did you my have tea. beer at like eight in the morning? <laughs> my cut my tea. I spat out my tea because the one thing we never hear about is how much a game takes to make. Movies yeah, we hear it all time. All time. Yeah. Yeah. All time we hear movies like, oh this movie costs one hundred million to make or two hundred million. But games you sort of barely hear about it unless games it's are tight lipped about everything. Yeah, except for the sales. They'll love to talk about sales. Hey, we made this many sales. Yeah. Unless you're Square Enix and say, hey, you made 20 million, not good enough. <laughs> Final uh, Fantasy seven, fifty, bad. Underperforming whatsoever. But yeah, it's just one of those things you don't really hear about unless it's a big fine from a court like a Epic Games misleading small kiddies on Fortnite or <laughs> anything like that. It's just, oh, hey, guys, this game costs so much to make and everyone just thinks... Oh, wow. But then you see this and go, hey, The Last of Us Part 2 cost $220 million, and you think, that's a lot of money. And just to be clear, that's that's US dollars, so when you convert it to Aussie dollars, it's probably closer to about $350 million, $360 million for both of those. Um, so, yeah, big, big numbers. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I was... Like, I knew that games were costing hundreds of millions of dollars. I didn't quite realise that... I mean, I guess like two single player things like that are costing yeah costing PlayStation 400 million dollars just to make them in the first place all up um, or you know close to 700 Aussie dollars whatever again whichever way you want to spin it um, it was yeah I don't know I, I don't really know what I expected I guess the one thing that really put things into context and again keep in mind this will be um, US dollars uh, Robert Morrison who works for uh, Bend studio these days but he was he's kind of done a few different things for playstation over the years he's uh like he's credited in the last of us part one um the the ps5 remake he worked on god of war 2018 but he's also been with netherrealm and done injustice 2 he's been with capcom did resident evil 7 like he's, he's been around a fair bit but these days he's at bend so another playstation studio and he didn't speak like definitive in the case of like at bend we do blah 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 but like he he just put a simple math sort of thing out there and I guess I'd probably underestimated what maybe the average salary was for a game developer these days and I guess it is average obviously you get people above people below but his little simple math thing and I'll kind of quote he goes simple math 
$100,000 average salary, 400 people, five years, $200 million. Which, when you put it simply like that, makes all the sense in the world. Um, but I'd probably just underestimated how much it costs. Oh, and actually, sorry, these 212 and $220 million things are not including marketing. Whatever, whatever PlayStation spends for marketing on top of it. That's just the cost of making the game. Um, but, yeah, I guess when he, when he kind of put that information out, it made a hell of a lot more sense. I mean, studios are getting big these days. It's, as soon as, though, like, I read those numbers, I instantly think about, um, like, those Ubisoft jobs. You know how, like, Ubisoft's got about 10 different teams working on 15 different Assassin's Creed games or Far Cry games or whatever, and they're all kind of crossing over. I don't even... I can't even get my head around um, what the cost of those sort of games would be. But I guess, yeah, when you look at it that way and people are earning about $100,000 a year, US again, um, I guess it all kind of checks out, right? Oh, yeah. When I saw, I saw that same tweet as you, you did the math, I thought, yeah, that's that's a lot of money, this and that. That's a lot of staff doing, especially for Horizon, because Horizon's a huge game Yeah, in itself. Interesting that it costs what? less than... Than the last that's, the, fake. that's the weirdest because being that the last of us part two i would say i haven't played it i played the last of us but if you go off what the last of us was it's more of a what you say a linear based game yeah where horizons is an open world and you just go to different places it looks different depending on where you go and like i said the map is huge let alone so ps5 probably... game versus a ps4 game too so the technology side of it as oh, well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess Horizon's yeah. on both, but, like, you've got to develop for PS5. Uh, mainly, but you look at it, it was mainly for PS5. Yeah. Right? The way I look at it is for No, I agree. PS5. And then they dialed it back. But, yeah, but you sort of scratch your head and go, how does Horizon Forbidden West cost less than The Last of Us Part 2? And it's... Less development time, I think, is probably all it boils down to. I think that's probably the, probably the thing in the end is just it took them less time oh, yeah. to make it. Um, also, too, did get delayed as well. I just... So did Horizon, didn't it? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, look, both got delayed, but I, uh, one of the other things that kind of came out was, like, development for The Last of Us Part Two ultimately started, and it wouldn't have been... I mean, obviously, the game... I mean, it came out in 2020, The Last of Us Part Two, but development started in 2014. So it took them six years, but, of course, they're not, you know, all 400 people working on it or whatever the number happens to be. They, they don't have the full staff on it at the same time. If you think about the, the Naughty Dog scenario, they did... Uh, Uncharted 4 along the way like Uncharted 4 came out in 2016 so part of the team was working on The Last of Us part of it was would, would have been working on, on Uncharted I think about Neil Druckmann for example and he kind of got thrust onto now obviously he'd be the most uh, like the highest paid person at the studio I would have thought but um, uh, he would have well he wasn't meant to be working on Uncharted but the whole Amy Hennig scenario went down and so he had to jump across to kind of save Uncharted 4 for want of a better phrase um, so yeah, like they're, they're, they're kind of moving around, people are being moved around. I guess if you want to kind of work out budgets, it's a little bit harder to kind of how much of his year to year salary was uncharted for. Well, also, like, it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. You get paid a salary for the year and you do what you need to do. But um, it's kind of what, yeah, maybe a four year development was ultimately stretched over like six because of you'd be phasing people in and out in different projects. Like, I'm sure as it got towards the end of. The Last of Us Part Two's development cycle. Part of that team would have been starting to pivot off to go work on the multiplayer, which has now been delayed, and God knows what will happen to that. Well, that's so, probably where all the money went into multiplayer. Maybe it was a hundred million dollars, well, and yeah. they spent a hundred million on the multiplayer things, and it's still not here. And at the same time, and if you remember the reports from, I don't know, a year or two or two ago now, the Jason Schreier Bloomberg ones, where he was talking about 
there was initially a period. I mean, it, it ended up being the Last of Us Part One that was being uh, that got developed, but like there was Uncharted and a remake of the original Uncharted that was potentially going on, and so they were sending some of their staff to go work with the the PlayStation Visual Arts Group to help with that. Like, the, it's it's never just the whole team working on one thing. I'm firmly of the belief actually that that while Microsoft is trying to gobble up every developer and publisher in the world at the moment. And PlayStation's doing a little bit of it themselves. I think one of the best things they can do is actually just invest in themselves and like take Naughty Dog from a single team, like a single team studio to, you know, big enough that they can have maybe two or three like teams working on two or three different projects. And it's not like one is being phased in while another's starting to come to an end. It's more like we've got two big games going at the or three big games going at the exact same time and they've got they're like fully staffed. Um, similar to what they did at one point when they were working on The Last of Us, the original Last of Us and Uncharted 3. Um, they, that was basi- they were basically a two-team studio. It nearly killed them, but I think it's because they were trying to stretch the team across that, whereas if they if PlayStation just throws money at it and just keeps hiring and hiring and hiring and, and gets more top-tier talent in there, then you can then you can do that a bit easier. And similar sort of idea with Gorilla, who seemed to be working on something that's also not Horizon, whether like a shooter of some sort. Um, but we'll see. Based on some past hirings and those sort of things, maybe they're going back to Killzone. I don't know. Um, we'll wait and see there. So um, this is—I mean, this is like spinning right off it. But uh, based on based on everything we've just discussed, how much do you reckon uh, GTA Six is costing already? Oh, to, to make it, just but, to make it. But the thing, but the thing with GTA Six though, they can spend a billion dollars on it, and they'll get that. All, all back. back within three, but three days, even two, because. And to be fair, those PlayStation ones probably the same deal. Like, God of War comes out, or Ragnarok comes out, or Last of Us comes out, or Horizon comes out, and they make their money back within the first week. I'm sure of it. But. But just yeah, but even with GTA, they'll just go. Yeah, let's just spend all the money on it because we know this game is going to sell. Yeah. You say the same about God of War Ragnarok. Pretty much, it's going to sell. You put a hammer in there, people are going to buy that stuff. No one. No one's going to complain whatsoever. Yeah, I can see. I can see it. I can see it. Thanks well, to the droid. I mean, if you then think through, and we'll, we'll put this in terms of Aussie dolls, but like, so let's say your last of us, um, or so, actually the cheapest one was Horizon, so you know, close enough to $200 million. Your $200 million in Aussie dolls, closer to $300. Um, so, you know, in that sort of ballpark. If you sell 3 million copies of God of War, at a hundred Aussie dollars, and we know that that's not the case because you know, well, JB might undercut, but like the full full retail at EB or buying it digitally is like a hundred and twenty or something like that. But at a hundred bucks, you need like three million uh, three million copies of the game, and you've made your money back already. God of War sold that in yeah less than a week, so they've, like they've already made their money back. That would be <clears throat> the game paid off a couple more days, and your marketing budget's paid off, and then it's all just profit from there. And I mean, something like Spider Man, for example. That sold two hundred, sorry, twenty million copies. Well, the first War, one, yeah, the Spider Man twenty eighteen sent uh, sold twenty million copies. Ooh, Miles Morales crap. is like fifteen or sixteen, and I'm sure still climbing. Um, God of War twenty eighteen sold nearly. Uh, I'll have to double check that one, but I feel like that's nearly twenty million copies as well. Like it's just uh, God of War twenty eighteen sales. Um, like they don't have any issues at all. It does. Oh, jeez. Uh, 23 million copies of God of War 2018. Rocky. Now... How much... How many W-Do's do they get back per uh, per copy of the game? That's... Even yeah, if I'm you look, I, 
I don't know. Even if you I think mean, ten dollars, that's still two hundred million right there. And if you say, "Oh, we get fifty dollars back," that's a billion. If well, that's twenty-three if million times by then a hundred bucks, and I've run out of room. But um, like it's it's two billion. Two, yeah, two point three billion. Done. So that's what they complain about. You might pay you two hundred million. You might then spend I don't know maybe another hundred on on marketing, but like it's it's nothing. It's laughable for them, and so it does make it. Yeah, it's. It's interesting to me that they would be so focused on the the multiplayer live service stuff when, sure, they invest a lot of money into these things, but they get so much more back and people just buy a PlayStation first party game now because of the logo on the front. Like, I'm sure Days Gone is still unbelievably profitable as well and it's considered the weakest PlayStation first party title in a long time. Yeah, because if it's a PlayStation exclusive, people are going to buy it no matter what. 33 million copies of Spider-Man as of May last year. Jesus. That's a lot. That's almost like nearly half the consoles or PS4s. But it's also PS5 as well. But still, that's like 50% of console owners have a game of Spider-Man. That's insane. Trying to find some miles numbers. And obviously, yeah, keep in mind that they will go up since... um... Then Spider-Man's coming out. It's going to be more than... Maybe a movie, just for no reason, just because I'll buy more games. As of February last year, Spider-Man Miles Morales was PlayStation's third best-selling game in the US of all time, but that's not a, it's not a specific... All time. Yeah. And that's only behind Spider-Man and God of War 2018. So Ragnarok would have shot straight up to number one then, if that's the case. Or might not Oh, wait, no, Marvel Spider-Man, PlayStation... So, actually, no, sorry, that... That number from June last year, the 33 million, that was combining Miles and... Um, oh, and Spider-Man. But it's probably it's probably like 20 oh. or 13 or something like that because you've... So... It's still, so that it's, is a it's large a number. Yeah, 30, 33 million. Again, there's there's $3.3 billion. Um, and that's that's your money for Bungie right there. Done. <laughs> Done. Um, Done in one week. Oh, there you go. We get this Spider-Man money, give it to Bungie. Let alone the fact that, uh, holy shit, they're like, you know, Spider Man 2 is about to come out, Wolverine's coming somewhere along the way, and they fit Ratchet and Clank in there along the way. So, which apparently hasn't sold amazingly well in the end, but. Which um, is disappointing because it is a really good game, which is unfortunately. I'll see if I can. Sorry, sorry, kids, it's not Crash Bandicoot. When did it's it come out? Oh. It was like 2020? 2021. 2021. And it was pretty early in the piece. Like, by July of that year, it had already sold over a million copies. But, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we don't, have, we don't have a more recent number than that. But, which would suggest that it hasn't sold amazingly well on, on the, like, PlayStation side. But it still would have, again, 1.1 million copies in less than a month. There's $100 million. And I suspect Ratchet didn't cost them Spider-Man. No, it did. You wouldn't think it would have cost two hundred billion to make Ratchet and Clank, that's for sure. Yeah. So, so especially how efficient Insomniac is, I'm pretty sure you would think it would be well and truly under the hundred million. Uh, Possibly. Yeah. You never know. Yeah, it might be hundred to hundred fifty, maybe. Um, there might not be four hundred developers on that game. I guess there's there's a lot less like you don't have to contend with Marvel along the way when you're working. This is you know cuts you a little bit of time. You've got your own characters, your own stuff, your own technology, all those sorts of things, which maybe makes it a bit easier. But yeah, it's it's certainly interesting when when these numbers kind of come out. Um, we've obviously touched on GTA. 
why can't Microsoft just throw more money at their first party studios then to make their games better? Like, just hire pe- good people and don't well, let them leave, I think, like, in the case of the well, initiative. As I say, because they all left, they probably did pay all the good ones money and they all left. Just like 343 three, or there. Yeah, they're, they're bleeding talent. Like the this, initiative lost well, heaps. Um, or maybe they should get someone that knows what they're doing, as harsh as it is to say, because at the moment it doesn't seem that they know what they're doing this by a developer and hope for the best. Yeah, all this commentary the about being Microsoft. really hands-off. Hands-off? Yeah, that's that's all the commentary you kind of hear about Microsoft with their, all these teams that they've bought. is like they're really hands-off with them. Like, you've got experts at the very top there. Get them involved. PlayStation's developed, like, top the top brass at PlayStation, the Scott Rodies, Shuhei Yoshida's, all those sorts of guys. I mean, not that Shuhei's there anymore. He's on the indie side, but... Um, like they would be touring the studios all the time and giving feedback and if it didn't pass like the Shuhei test then your game was in a lot of trouble back in the day so um, I think that's half the problem with Microsoft Studios it's just we're making a game we don't know if it's good or not but we're making a game that's and as they get bigger and bigger how's Phil and the team meant to, and uh, Matt Booty and all those guys meant to actually keep across all these all these teams to make sure that the games are on track because you've got to suddenly two or 50 different developers in the in the space of a year and give them the proper time, let alone do your own normal day-to-day work and try and buy other studios. Spend all your time in court dealing with the FTC. Yes, dealing and with Jim the Ryan FTC. And Jim Ryan in video calls. <laughs> I mean, you can tell he just has no effort whatsoever. Like the old, no one likes being on Games Pass. Who are who are these people? I'm not saying. Not well, the, the it like a five it sounds like a five-year-old kid. It's just telling telling a lie. We don't know if it's true or not. Like, ah, oh, he doesn't like ice cream. What? Who? I'm not telling you who. Do you remember now? This is like the scale is totally different. But do you remember the uh, Somerville? It was from the um, the lim- like well, someone who'd kind of broken off from the from Playdead, the Limbo and Inside developers. Came out like last year or the year before. Like he came out and said that uh, Game Pass was bad for business for them. Um, uh, what you like Strauss Zelnick, the head of Take Two, doesn't like it. Doesn't doesn't put their games into Game Pass until kind of late. Like their model is very much the same as PlayStation's. Like get as many sales as we can and then put it across. Um, and I think more and more developers and publishers are starting to come to that way of thinking. I mean, even if you look at what PlayStation does, they're not. I mean, they've got their own first party stuff, but they don't. Uh, they don't. You don't see like big AAA new titles coming day and date to PlayStation Plus. You might get that with an indie, but they probably pay them completely up front and then that's it. And like Stray comes out, like Stray is one of the more recent examples. Uh, she's a really good example because it's done It's it's done one year in Game Pass, sorry, in PlayStation Plus and it's no longer free starting, I don't know, the middle of this month or something like that. I think a month will have... Unless, have, unless have Game Pass. Oh yeah, and that's well, unsurprising. It's about to come to Xbox now, so... They, they double dip. They've got their PlayStation Plus money and now they've got their Game Pass money as well. But like the, the moment's gone for Stray at this point now. Um, they'll take their money and be stoked. So, I mean, there's there's definitely some people that aren't big on what Game Pass is doing. Um, so Jim Ryan's kind of... I mean, he's delib- deliberately keeping his mouth shut probably because he doesn't want to throw any partners under the bus. But there's definitely, there's definitely publishers out there that don't want to go with that Game Pass model and it's because the games cost them enough and if you're suddenly not selling the game because you've just taken your money up front well then how can you profit 
Yeah, so. that's fair enough. But it's sort of yeah, I don't understand why big name developers would put their games on Games Pass because you sort of feel like at least straight away. Yeah, straight away. It's like you like the Yakuza games. Like the Yakuza games have been out for years, and all of a sudden they're well, they're on both. They're not just on Games Pass, but it's sort of that same thing. You don't see them day one on there. They just appear later well it's pretty wise of Sega in that sort of thing because like they they know that their games whether it's Persona or Yakuza like they're not selling they're not actually selling overly well on Xbox because most of that audience is kind of PlayStation anyway because they don't mind their JRP like there's a whole bunch of different things that kind of draw more to PlayStation than Xbox so they're, they're not necessarily buying Xbox to play Yakuza and that sort of thing but they'll probably take uh, Microsoft's money which probably pays off the entire development of the game like okay it costs $150 million to make Yakuza 8 whatever it was called the new one where he gets his ass out um, and they'll probably like Microsoft probably pays them that much that much money they get their $150 million, great development's paid off and then the game still launches PlayStation day and date and because PlayStation doesn't do the same thing and the majority of the audience is there on PlayStation they get all of those sales like they're they're playing Xbox for fools, Sega, I think. Um, I think everyone is. Yeah. Well, it feels like it. In some ways, yeah. So, and, you know, I mean, it brings up a whole other questions about, like, Game Pass and how it can even work because if games are costing this much, can you imagine how much Starfield must have, uh, must be costing? I don't want to know after this. 500 million? A lot. Heaps. They've been, they've been doing it for how many years? Seven, probably seven years? Six, seven years? Probably as much as how much they paid... Microsoft paid for Bethesda. It's probably not eight billion. Was it? Yeah, seven, yeah, it probably didn't cost them seven billion bucks, but or eight billion, yeah, because that's right. It was more than Star Star Wars and something else combined. But um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like. I feel like Game Pass is only afloat because X because uh, Xbox is run by Microsoft, and Microsoft can just eat the cost without worrying about it. Yeah, yeah, just loose change in an ashtray somewhere That's actually did you even I... hear Bobby Kotick say during the FTC thing that he yeah, didn't like even, it either he doesn't like it either I'm like mate and you're buying uh, you're getting bought by them he's like yeah but that's what the shareholders want oh like, not him it's not necessarily a him thing oh but he doesn't care because he gets his golden parachute and he's out the door anyway so so he's laughing or golden, but... a golden foot in the arse and yeah. out the door you go buddy so you fool he'll be he's fine with it even if he doesn't agree with it no, uh, I think he's he's right with his comment like it, I don't think it works and I think there's more and more evidence starting to pile up that it shows it doesn't work and now you add the cost of AAA development in there it's all it, it's all adding up unless all the games are just like Redfall at which point clearly Redfall only cost him about 50 million dollars because it's shit um so only, even 50, 50 million dollars is still not worth it and they lost 70% of the developers along the way they all left which I guess on the flip side now, like talking about developers staying and those sort of things, do you remember like so with the Bungie deal where they spent three point whatever it was billion dollars to get Bungie? Uh, it was part part of the contract was that it's like a non, not non disclosure non. It was like some binding thing that kept them there. So if you left if you left Bungie, then you wouldn't get your full payout. Like each yeah, we did talk about this. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's kind of those sorts of things that go into it all as well. Like, it's, you know, really wise by PlayStation. You, at face value, you go, shit, they overpaid them. But really, when you think about it, now they've kept all the best talent there, like, locked the best talent down because they want to get their... I mean, how big how big of a studio is Bungie? Do we know how many developers are there? No. They made Destiny, so, so I'm checking. Uh, I guess it might be quite large. I'm going to say 200. 901, apparently. 
900 and what? Where's that one come from? Uh, I don't know where the one's Where did they just from? randomly find one person, just rounded off to 900? But Forbes, like, last year, um, they're roughly 900. I don't know why they wouldn't wouldn't just, just say 900. But yeah, roughly 900. But like, okay, so 900... Oh, here so, here at Bungie, it? we have 901 people. Like, why can't you just say we have around 900 people? Just, don't just... Oh. You throw people off with OCD doing that sort of stuff. My phone calculator doesn't f- allow me to fit 3 billion into it. 300 million is the best I can get. Times it by 10, divide it by 900. Oh, here we go. Theoretically, you know, no IP, none of that sort of stuff, like just ignoring what the what Bungie is. Theoretically, each person is worth at, at that studio is worth $3 million each. Or three, uh, three point three million dollars each. Three point three million. Now, like obviously, the top, the top dogs will get much more of that, and blah 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 blah. But oh, I think yeah, it kept them bound to the studio for. Oh shit! I don't know. Um, I'd be standing there too for three point three million. Like, so you basically get an extra three hundred thousand dollars a year, and if you leave, you throw away that whatever's left of that, say, three billion that you sorry three million that you owed or whatever it is. Oh, just thinking about it. Like, just imagine if you were working at Bungie and then, then the acquisition happens and you're like, I'm leaving. I was considering well, leaving, but <laughs> not anymore. Um, you just can't whatever leave. goes on. Yeah, I think I'll leave. Bob, oh, but there's $3 million here for you. Oh, well, hang on a second. You even look at it and go, all right, I'll just stay for five out of, let's just say it was 10 years. I don't know how long this agreement lasted for, but let, let's say it was 10 years and like, I'll stay for half of it. I'll get one, an extra $1.5 million just in my pocket over the course of that time. And then I'll bounce. And like my life's set because I'm getting my normal salary plus, plus that extra, like that cool. bonus. Again, it's, it averages out. Like that's, that's on average what each person's getting. It's, it's insane. Um, Jeez, I wish I was working at Bungie in 2021 or 2022. I, I, I wish I was just cleaning a toilet at Bungie just to even get a little bit of that money. Can you imagine if you got hired like a couple days after and so you're not eligible for that money? Well, that would suck. <laughs> you'd be, I'd you'd be, be, I'd be crying in the corner. Or you're the bloke who's just been hired, like the new hire, then the deal goes through and you've just walked into... And everyone's rocking up to work in their flash-looking cars and you're there in some bomb no because if you got hired just beforehand it doesn't matter like you, no, but if you, you got hired stuff. after oh, yeah, if you got yeah. hired after you're there in your bomb car that doesn't work and everyone's rocking up in mercedes yeah, or yeah. bmw's <laughs> or teslas and you're just there with a car where its wheels fall off every now and then and you try to figure out what the hell's going on Look, to be fair, if you're working at Bungie, you're probably still getting paid all right anyway. Cause, and this is this is like another half of the the Robert Morrison tweet. So like he actually he followed up with um, I think it was yeah it was a, it was a day after where he posted a screenshot of just some like jobs that are being listed at the moment. Now very few of them like junior you know first up roles. They're all kind of senior leadership sort of stuff. But like principal software engineer at where at Riot Games, two hundred twelve sorry two hundred thirteen to three hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year um senior Ooh. gameplay programmer at playstation remote by the way remote. 139,000 to 209,000 you don't even have to drive Just to work wake up five minutes before and sit down uh and senior like... graphics programmer at rockstar 141 so yeah i'm just rounding off 141 to 182,000 dollars a year 
senior level designer at Amazon Games, who have literally done nothing so far. But this is like the but um, ninety two thousand to one hundred eighty thousand. What lead technical artist at Lightspeed, who I'm not familiar with, one hundred five thousand to one hundred ninety thousand. Working working with visual concepts at, uh, for WWE 2K, senior online engineer, and it is a hundred percent remote. 120 to 180,000. Senior UI programmer at Epic Games, 144 to 241. Senior gameplay generalist software engineer at Alpha Strike, who I'm not... Oh, no, that's Roblox. Um, to, oh, holy shit, because it's Roblox. 233,000 to 283,000. Uh, they probably earned that in five minutes, that yeah. salary. And then you remember that Blizzard um, survival game that was announced a year or two ago? I do. Uh, systems design director for the unannounced survival game at Blizzard Entertainment, one hundred sixty-four to three hundred four thousand. Now again, these are all senior things, and so like when when Robert talks about you know one hundred thousand being the average, of course you're going to get some people that are earning like sixty thousand US dollars out the gate, but also sixty thousand dollars straight out the gate. Like you do the quick the quick maths for that, it's still like eighty five eighty to eighty five thousand dollars Australian. So it's more than what I get, isn't it? Like what I would would have gotten as an entry level teacher in my first year. So like you're off, it's off to an awesome start, and then it just grows and grows and grows, and you've got far more scope in that profession than what I've got as a teacher. Once I've hit the top of the scale on my end, I can't go any further. You've peaked. That's... Well, not not unless I go on to be a principal or some shit. Which, if anyone watches this and and has dealt with me over the years, I think you probably know that I'm not principal material. Um, I never know. You could be the new age principal. Fuck off, chat. <laughs> some of them probably listen to this um, and so the point still stands anyway um, yeah so obviously there's heaps and heaps of money in it but um, it's crazy I, I just it's the whole thing's crazy let alone yeah and then you, but you factor that into the cost of making games and any wonder it's costing so much and, and you get comments Especially like um, 300,000 yeah you wonder why it's 200 million or for not not all games are 200 million but it could peak to 200 million yeah seller is that big and it's why like it's, it's no surprise that you get comments like uh sean Layden's when he was leaving leaving playstation your former former ceo or president or whatever whatever the title was um where he was talking about like we need to get the like the price of games is getting ridiculous we need to we're going to start to see smaller games and all those, like get get the game clocks back to like 20 hour sort of games rather than 60 because it's just not going to be feasible going forward. And it's, and it's fair enough because for every PlayStation title that spends 200 million and succeeds, you're getting something from somewhere else that doesn't. I mean, you think about like Marvel's Midnight Suns, for example, which is a brilliant game, but didn't light it up sales-wise straight out the gate. So, I don't know. It's a balancing act. Any other thoughts on the whole situation at all? No, I was, I'm still shocked from how much those games cost. I just thought, yes, if you you could spend less on Horizon, because I reckon I played I don't know seventy hours of Horizon. I'm pretty sure thirty hours of that was just me walking around to destinations. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a right. huge map. A lot, think about a lot it. You have that map. Have that map because it doesn't need to be that big. I don't understand this whole oh let's make a game huge just because we can. Like I don't care. Don't want big game. Me want good game, not big. Good. Yeah. And if it's both, fine. But like, like go good. Not to be fair, Horizon's world is big and it's amazing. So. Oh yeah, no, no mm. doubt. But you just look at it. And sometimes you see the the scope of the map and you just think, 
Uh, <laughs> stuff like Red Dead Redemption 2. He's like, oh, it's three times bigger than your normal one. I thought, oh, the man. The first one was too big, yeah. The first one was big enough. You don't need to go three times bigger than the last one. Oh, oh Grand Theft Auto is bigger than the last Grand Theft Auto. Oh, like, can you ten imagine times, how like, oh, big God, the GTA like, 6 is going to be? Oh, it's like, oh, it's ten times bigger than five. Like, oh, God. I don't, I don't want to play it then. I'm staying yeah. in the city. I don't want to play the missions. Just yeah, go wander around wherever I am. It's getting insane. Um, so hopefully Sean Layden's right and things start to get smaller because of just the cost of the games in the first place. But we'll see what happens. All right, we'll, um, we'll wrap things up there then. If you enjoyed this episode of Patch, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. All the buttons are down below. Hit the notification bell. That way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel. That includes Patch, Player 2 Plays, Gamer School, and a whole bunch more. Awesome stuff there, so please subscribe and go and check it out. Visit the website, player2.net.au, for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, Patched, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, higher tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, there's Twitter, Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website's player2au. Uh, happy birthday to Damo, whose birthday was last week. Um, may he rest in peace because he's, I don't know where he is at the moment. He's not on the show still. He'll, one he's of these days. Wagga. He's what? Uh, last time I checked, he was in Wagga. Oh, yeah, Wagga probably. Wagga. Probably. Um, but otherwise, yeah, thank you very much to, for watching and we'll see you next week.